Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, November 17th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Juno Ships, featuring Composable Finance, hosted by Croncat, and rugged right at the end there by Howl. Let's take a listen. Good on you. What are you doing there? Texting with me thumbs. Ah, oh, sexy thumb texting. I love it. Love it. One at a time. Noise. How you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Hey, I'm gonna send you those 3D letters that I just um the the pictures I sent. Sick. I don't know how you did that. Well, I got them for free, you know, uh, and I'm gonna send you the link, and you can get them for free. But they're pretty badass. That is so tight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This time we're gonna do the sponsorship, but we're not gonna do like a voice thing so that people can hear it so uh, yeah that's probably smarter <laughs> go figure <laughs> what the heck <laughs> yeah um, Nils 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 how do I say that name Nils Nils it's probably not that complicated uh, I think there's a silent DA in front of that I'm just kidding Nils. <laughs> Nils. <laughs> it's nice. Okay, and then you're going to handle the sound effects for the Shill sure. 60. And then the format change we're going to make is in the questions. Let's see. Ooh, nice. Okay. Now we're, we're getting somewhere. We're getting our, our format and our our docs and our systems and settings are looking good. Yeah, I want to see if we can we can take that positive spin the same route that we did last time a little bit further. I really liked the the collaborative view. Jeez. I got um who did the rap song too legit? Too legit too quick. Is that MC Hammer? <laughs> I think it is. That sounds familiar. I can't remember who. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, 2001? Holy moly. I thought that was Pumps in the Bumps era. (sighs) Yeah, that's a couple minutes ago. And it's actually spelled two. Oh, no, that's the MC Hammer story. Too Legit came out in... You actually have to do the number to legit to quit. When did that come out? Uh, 1989? No, 1991. All right. It's called New Jack Swing. That's a genre. That's pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Oh, if we could only play that. 
on this show. I know. You never got the loop back to work, eh? No, I'm I'm emailing them back and forth trying to understand should I get a refund or can you help me figure it out? Because it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I'm like, if you guys can figure this out, you're gonna make a killing if you just like market it to the Twitter spaces and clubhouse people, because <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. All right, cover your ears, testing. Yeah, let's not do that one again. No more tests. No more. Don't test no on us, bro. You can only have alpha. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll be getting started here in a few minutes. Um, thanks, everybody, for hopping in here. We're just doing some, some gentle banter and potentially some roasting <laughs> until five after. And then we'll bring up our speakers for today. I hope you brought your Pepto-Bismol, because I think today's show is going to be a little spicy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Brain Jar, did you get your name from the Ninja Turtles? No, Next sir. Question. I wish, but no. Uh, well, I like, well, you're, oh, you're smoking in your profile picture. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did so your brain it's... just complete a sensual task and needed to smoke afterwards? It's more of a habitual smoking problem. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Ghostface wants to get up and, and be a speaker. Maybe uh, accidentally we... pressed it or something. <laughs> yeah. Ghostface, did you accidentally press that? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, no, he wants in. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, my, Ghost my fingers, Ghost faces are fidgety, so I apologize. Oh, uh, was good. that an accident? It's never really an accident. I was just trying to see if this really works, but I, I want to say hi to Crypto Tank and Shroot who were in the room. So nice. Awesome. Hey, do you want to run sound effects this time? Me? Ghostface. No, I'm uh, I'm sick, so I just want to continue just to hang out. So awesome. yeah, thank you though. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna drop you until we do question section sweet um we still got a couple minutes here uh hey Neta Dow, got any jokes uh none that i'm ready to they're all sort of half-baked right now and i feel like if i said them they would just fall flat or just sort of dematerialize um i i did want to ask you about your day how's your day going oh man what the hell are you doing where are you at Today's been chock full of really good meetings with everybody. So it's actually been uh, a little overwhelming how much stuff is going on. Like this Juno ship show is, is pretty tight because we're, we're finally like talking about people building, but I feel like there's not enough time in the day. <laughs> we need to do Juno ship show every like four hours. That's how much stuff is happening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I can't, but maybe you could add some other people as hosts and, and they could do their own version of Juno ships um, with the same format, but we have different hosts. That's a great idea. You can add you to the DAO. We could, yeah, I think we should use the DAO and you vote with your hip token uh, about if you want to be a host and go from there, just like sponsorships. Yeah. Where is the fray? What is going I'm, on? I'm checking. He, he was having pub? some <laughs> he was having some mic issues, so hoping that he'll be able to to hop in. If not, we can do the format without. 
but it works way better. Wait, what'd you say I was typing? Hmm. FTX has a new CEO that started on November 11th at 4.30 in the morning. Ray. Oh, John J. Ray III. Who the hell's that guy? Interesting. Have uh, you have you tried Hal yet, Croncat? I have. Did you go on? Okay. Excelente. Yeah. What were your I'm thoughts? Actually, pretty stoked on Hal. Um, I've used it for a couple of these beta. There's been a few. Actually, uh, Netta, before I go on, can you check if you can see the fray in the in the list here? I'm not able to see it. I can't see him. Hmm. This is interesting. Does he say he's in? Yeah. Hmm. I will. I will find this. It's Did like he a try, failure. Like maybe he mouthed off the Elon or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have four hours to comply, or you are fired. <laughs> you got to pay the eight dollars, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You could work here, but you got to pay $8 for your verification. Yeah. That's your badge to get into the building. I wonder what the um, office is like right now. It's probably got to be so filled with tension. Oh, my gosh. And it's in the tenderloin. That's not good. Yeah, that or everybody's got full self-driving uh, desktop computers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Maybe... The Frey wanted to rug us because we rugged him on Game of Notes. I'm trying one other way. My only regret is we can't play like music while we're waiting. Like we got a sick intro yeah, to the your, show. Your voice sucks. Right now? No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, you can tell me that. That's totally fine. I have thick skin and a soft heart. I can take it. Yeah, thanks everybody for bearing with us. Um, usually, usually we can see all the listeners and able to promote into speaking, but I guess Twitter's got some changes. All right, I think we're close. Actually, um, while we're doing this thing, everybody here, we're going to be doing a like a quick format. So we'll be doing specific questions for the projects. Um, there's you know some cool areas we're going to cover. While the projects are presenting, think of questions that you have at the end, and we'll invite you up to speak, you know, in about 20 minutes or so. And that's when you can um, voice your questions for 30 seconds, and then they can have a, a window of time to answer them as well. All right. Uh, Netta Dow, do you want to just kick it off? And if we can, we can revisit some of the things. Um, we'll just roll with the topics here until until we get the other speaker. Yeah, well, everybody, thank you for joining Juno Ships. If you haven't been here before, Juno Ships is a space to spotlight ecosystem projects and the amazing work that they do uh, and help the community come around to support them, ask questions, um, dig in and wrestle with issues um, of what they're trying to solve and how we can help um, because we want to out collaborate the competition. Um, just a quick heads up, we're going to give each guest the ability to sort of show themselves and then show the other team. 
um, after we get through some of those questions and some, some of the explanations of what they're building and why and how they're helping the interchain, uh, we're going to let people come up and ask questions. You have 30 seconds to ask, and then you get booted. You don't get a follow-up question. You don't get to hang out and talk. Um, that's how it works. Um, so let's just go ahead and get into it. Um, I'll do the introduction for Croncat, um, which is one of your hosts. Uh, Croncat is an if this, then that for the interchain, uh, bringing no-code automations to everyone. They're shipping on Juno soon and love hearing what you want to automate reach out on their Twitter or Discord. Yeah, and we also have NetaDAO here. NetaDAO is building the future as, or they're building the future as a store of value for the interchain. They're a bare metal validator as well. And the community loves helping teams like Howl. Today's uh, one of the projects we're supporting. Acash, Chromecat, Juno Juicer, and DowDow. You can stake with them. Or learn more at netadow.zone, join the Discord, or see the Twitter bio. We'll get better at this. It's just getting it's better, and better every time we do it. You want to explain uh, Shill60 then? Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird that we don't have uh, Frey here, but Rainjar, here's how it works. We give each guest 60 seconds to sort of spitfire shill themselves or elevator pitch. So you get 60 seconds to shill as hard as you can. Um, and we're going to start. You'll hear a sound to start, and then you'll hear a sound to cut you off. So are you? do you understand the rules, Brain Jar? Mm-hmm. Go. Okay. <laughs> All, right, All right. You ready, Trevor? Go. Ready. Go. Okay. So... Composable is focused on uh, composing DeFi for mass adoption. What exactly does this mean uh, currently for us to get to a world where any money can be used on any chain in any DeFi protocol? We're lacking uh, orchestration capabilities and trustlessness and prioritizing non-custodialism. And so Composable is building IBC to as many ecosystems as physically possible orchestrating this interoperability with XCVM to allow applications to be built across different execution environments and talk to each other. The end state is users can deposit their money in one location, be able to access 10, 20 different protocols, all in different environments, all from the same interface. That's nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well done. How oh, did he come in? Let's see. I can't see him. Can you? No. Is he on the right space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's continue. Uh, so, just in time. Mic check. There we go. You want to do a mic check, Trey? Your mic is static. Uh, yeah. But no. No voice. If this was game in nodes, you'd have it working in two seconds. So while we're waiting for that, um, Brain Jar, we're, we're going to let uh, Frey shill Hal in, in a second. But is there, you're, just so I understand this, Composable is going to let people deposit whatever funds they want. And by depositing, but depositing it, you can use the, that interface to then jump into some other chain 
Yeah, so really it's more so like we're infrastructure. So the idea is like we're building the IBC connections to Near to Polkadot that you've probably heard about a few times. Um, at least I hope to try like expanding IBC to other places beyond Cosmos. And so we've built XCVM, which is called this uh, cross-chain virtual machine that um, essentially think interchain accounts, but interchain accounts is limited to two chains at a time and also like really Cosmos oriented. Um, and so we've extended interchain accounts and added a uh, sort of like generalizability aspect to that. Um, to allow for people to build the same types of applications you'd normally see with ICA uh, with XCVM. So think basically someone could be um, could perform a swap between two different instances of Curve or someone could LP on Osmosis and Curve on Near on Aurora as an example. So really like we're just we're essentially providing the infrastructure and the connections but curious to see what people actually do with it. Obviously, like we have some unannounced integrations that are, that are pretty nice use cases of this. Um, but, you know, curious to see what the community actually puts together. Yeah, I've been kind of following the progress here for quite some time and really excited to dig in on the IBC connection side and, and mm -hmm. hear, especially if there's any, you know, specific things that you're wanting to hear from the community that you want integrated, etc. Um, I want to do just one. Oh, I guess he dropped. I definitely want to do a mic check again if we can. Otherwise, um, we've got a couple things that we can talk about. So I want to hear from you um, how IBC in general, in general, is going to open mm -hmm. up the door for integrations, and which specific cosmos chains are you most excited about for integrating or are there products that you're integrating today that are already on cosmos that talk to near and, and the rest yeah so the so we're basically working on wiring up near um to cosmos over ibc um in parallel to wiring up cosmos to polkadot over IBC. I'm not really sure which one's going to get done first. We'll announce that at some point, but they are both in a state where uh, testnet integrations are currently happening. We're working with um, basically like more than 85% of the IBC volume in the past 30 days. So basically those partners, well, we will make an announcement about this sometime next week or the week after. So it's not too much alpha, but yeah, uh, that's specifically for the bridge to um, to Polkadot. And then on the near front, we've been speaking to pretty much every major protocol on Aurora because I think Aurora is really cool, but they've never really had a lot of TVL, to be honest. Uh, and so they're really looking to, to get some TVL from like dot and cosmos nice yeah that's going to be amazing especially you know for those not uh familiar with aurora they're an evm solution on top of uh near protocol 
Um, Frey, do you want to do a quick mic check? I think all I hear is the wind rustling in your your wolf feathers or not feathers, <laughs> wolf fur. <laughs> nice, nice slip. Bummer. Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted Howell to come on and talk about all the cool stuff they're doing. Um, let's see. Do you want to do utmost style where he just writes it and we'll read That's it? That's true. Yeah. We could, we could roll Putmo style. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Brain Jar, it sounds like, uh, from what I'm hearing, Composable is, if I was to encapsulate, it's like DeFi infrastructure. Would that be? Yeah. Right? I would say, like, basically, we are. Um, so, people compare us a lot to Axelor because uh, Axelor is like basically the trusted version of what we're doing kind of, but I mean, um, do you be not, trusted like permissioned, uh, trusted as in like, they don't use IBC to connect from ETH to the cosmos. They're using, um, their own validator solution, TSS stuff. Ooh. And then okay. they, they add a cross chain SDK to that to let you be able to pass functions from one EVM application to the next. And so we kind of looked at that and said, like, in the future, if someone wants to use, say, Juno swap as a swap engine or like a liquidation engine for, say, something on, um, I don't know, you know, our, our parachain or on near or even on Ethereum, there needs to be a way for this developer to like interact with osmosis without actually understanding Golang basically. And so what we've built is like XCBM, which lets people be able to pass uh, an instruction set. So we basically built our own sort of like instruction uh, framework that then gets interpreted on destination chains. Um, by respective like causal SDK modules or causal wasm contracts or solidity smart contracts depends on the execution environment and then basically execution happens so so just like thinking about it say someone has built a dap on juno that utilizes osmosis and also taps into near for i don't know flash loans on ave and then you know, also gets liquidity from DOT, you'd be able to write this application with XCVM only knowing Cosmosm. Okay. Well, hopefully Croncat can automate that because that sounds super complicated for a normie like me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really powerful. Like we talk about interchain all the time and, you know, how are projects influencing and making interchain better? And like, this is one of those ones that actually breaks the mold. We've got IBC, but now what you guys are working on is very special. It's like an extension um, that goes beyond, I think, all roads that are connecting to each other intercombination of, of projects like this is the key to the success of the whole ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Um, and actually regarding automation, so... Um, uh, every contract on each so think of this as like uh steps you know one through ten 
when steps one through three get completed, a message gets passed from one chain to the next chain saying that steps one through three of the instruction set have been completed. And then the next set um, is executed by the next chain. Um, so I can definitely link as well the specification. We're also going to have like a whole bunch of docs and stuff when XCVM is is uh, live. But we've demoed this at Cosmoverse as well. Um, so yeah, definitely automation tooling would be would be cool for sure. But we definitely also built this with um, some automation for asynchronous execution in mind. Is that because you're coming from the async evaluation model from the near protocol side, or that's something that's separate within the XCVM? Yeah, that's a good question. It's really because like, so we love for different execution, but like in order for you to actually have a, um, a synchronous cross chain swap or a, what is it called when you're, you're performing a swap? That's, I forget the word, but, um, if you're basically trying to swap like BTC for ETH or something, and you don't want to have to wait for the next chain to say, okay, I'm ready to swap basically. Um, so like there's a shorter word to this, but basically sync a synchronous swap, you'd have to essentially buy block space, like pre-reserved block space on both sides and, um, and execute that swap in that way. Like that's why cross-chain swaps are really hard to do um, in a synchronous environment because like it's, there's too many variables that get in the way of, of, uh, of that. So when we say cross-chain swap, the easiest way is just to perform swaps in a bunch of different locations and then just bridge it back to one location as opposed to saying, I'm going to swap A to B here and then B to A somewhere else, um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that does make sense. That, that definitely follows a similar pattern to IBC. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So I want to dive a little bit in a different direction. Um, I mean, personally, I would love to dive, in, dive into the, the weeds here on the tech stack. Um, but we want to keep it a little bit lighter. So I'm curious, what's been your biggest challenge in building this? Yeah, I mean, so first of all, like when we started this, um, you know, trying to basically build IBC to other ecosystems has been like a capital P painful mm -hmm. um, because there's so many different stakeholders, right? So there's like the IBC Go team. There's also IBCRS, which is maintained by Informal. You also have the relayers, which are maintained by Informal and Strangelove. You also then have um, like Tendermint like clients, which the Tendermint RS repo required some, some changes as well. Um, and then of course, like if you're gonna have two chains talk to each other, then you need to build a, a light client for Polkadot. 
and a client for near to interpret cosmos chains too so the complexity basically grows the more connections you have right so say we've also been looking at aptos like so we also now need to like add support for an aptos client on cosmos chains um and vice versa for aptos so this this whole like um this whole thing is like really really hard because uh there's not only so much like operational orchestration that needs to happen like getting everything upstreamed um but you also have to keep in mind like you need to have all the different pieces together so perfect example of this right the relayers in cosmos today do not support ibc outside of cosmos that is the reality mm -hmm. so we said okay how do we make hermes or the go relayer more modular and you know we've been working with both these teams to to try to 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 push these things forward but along the way we also said okay but like these relayers were built in the first place with um cosmos only as the sort of like intention and so we built our own relayer to like show these guys uh you know how it's how to make a relayer that is like generalizable enough and we had to do this for many other things too uh a lot of these other tech stacks that i that i mentioned like you know we had to make um we worked with the ibc team at interchain to like uh make some changes to ibc go to to allow for external clients to be incorporated stuff like this so we've spent literally the past year um doing this and like not only is it is it a massive technical effort but it's a massive like operational effort as well um thankfully we've gone through like getting to know all the right players and stuff but um that initial process was like stupidly painful <laughs> yeah yeah i can't imagine and you know for those just joining we're we're talking with composable finance that's build the XCVM um, kind of extension or, or rather a broader view of IBC. Um, it's, it's definitely from what I'm hearing much, a very special component that really brings the vision of the interconnected blockchain universe to fruition. Um, I kind of wanted to ask you if, if the relayers themselves are going to have to run an extra version here or if the end goal is actually that the relayers have this um you know tweak to hermes and they can run all of these versions or is there kind of a plan to um expand to have a bigger wider relayer set in addition to the one that's using ibc yeah that's a great question so i think initially we're probably just going to run our own relayers and connect those to and, and and like serve as the primary channels between Polkadot and Cosmos, Near and Cosmos, et cetera. So it's probably going to be us. And then um, over time, like we would very much so welcome um, the other relayer operators to like jump in and start relaying as well. But if, but of course, like this requires Hermes and the Go relayer actually. Uh, being done so 
we expect that our implementation will be finished first and set the example um, for these guys to to like finish up their work. That's awesome. Um, so I had, a, I had a question. As you're talking, it sounds like you've all been sort of in the weeds doing pound in the pavement, trying to get things to work at a lot of different places. Um, uh, do you have plans to sort of come to Juno? Uh, yeah, this is absolutely. Juno ships, and we want to talk ship. So mm -hmm. I just want to know. Yes, absolutely. We're actually um, we actually have some of the Juno folks in our testnet efforts at the moment, which is some alpha. But yeah, we do have we do have Juno definitely high up on our um, like shipment list. So yeah, Juno is is like a very high priority for us. Can you speak more to why it's a high priority? Yeah, so um, I've actually been following Juno since like last, uh, I don't know, November, December or something. And I really like Cosmosm as a framework uh, to the point that we actually uh, stripped all the Go aspects of Cosmosm out of the existing Cosmosm VM. And... It, you can now basically run Cosmosm on Substrate. You can also run Cosmosm on Solana. Like any place you can, you can. it's become so modular to the point that you can pop this VM anywhere and just run Cosmosm. And so I think the future of Juno of becoming this like Cosmosm hub um, aligns very well with my belief that most people want to write Rust, and most people want to write smart contracts. So most likely places that have permissionless Cosmosm, I'm not talking about permissioned, permissionless Cosmosm are going to experience, I think, a hyperbolic uh, growth um, over the next like six to nine months, I would say. Yeah, I think we're definitely in alignment on that one. Pretty stoked on all things Cosmosm. And actually, I'm very impressed in how you've been able to do that. I wanted to mention to you briefly, there's somebody on Twitter, Larry or Xerox Larry. <laughs> if you don't know him already, you should reach out. And maybe there's some, uh, some things that you can collaborate on. Yeah, yeah. He actually replied to our... Um... He's been reviewing a bunch of the stuff we've been doing. But yeah, I know he's been diving very deep on Cosmosm. So just talking about Cosmosm, actually, um, we're releasing a whole bunch of tooling for Cosmosm pretty soon. So we've actually built a um, Cosmosm sort of like uh, uh, dev explorer. So like basically you can run a Cosmosm contract in a front end which I still don't think we really have like fantastic tooling for that. Um, we, and we actually also have been working on, I don't think I can mention this, but uh, yeah. Uh, nobody's listening. You can mention okay. it. Okay. Yeah. We've also, <laughs> we've also just been working on like, like a whole host. Let me actually just see if I can pull up this list of tools that we're doing. Um. Yeah. While you're, so, while you're pulling up, 
that list, um, if you could actually let everybody know how they can find out about these things, like maybe where the docs are located or how mm-hmm. people can get involved and reach out and actually like play around with this stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so first of all, docs.composable.finance. Uh, second thing is check out our GitHub. If you go to github.com slash composable fi and you click on Cosmwasm VM, that is the VM that I'm talking about. So like the stripped out non-go, non-Cosmos SDK dependent Cosmwasm. Um, we give you instructions for how to run that on our testnet and also locally. So feel free to check that out. That's perfect. Um, let's do one more thing here. We'll wrap up. If you have a question in the audience, we're going to open that up in a minute here. We're going to talk about kind of a, a Juno ships plug here. Uh, Netadao, if you want to talk about that, that'd be awesome. And then we'll open up for questions. Um, yeah. So we just wanted to remind everybody that Juno ships has a governance token. Uh, it's worth nothing except it allows you to vote on who gets to sponsor, uh, each each spaces um so we'd love to give you one and get one in your hands so you can help vote this week's was voted on by by the stakers and croncat is the sponsor of the show you probably already heard what croncat does but i want to read this ad because i wrote it and i think it's pretty tight so here we go uh today's episode is sponsored by croncat Croncat is an if this, then that, no code dApp that allows anyone to automate their favorite blockchain apps. Learn more at croncat.com or check out their Twitter bio. How'd that feel? It's cron.cat. I said that, right? Croncat.com is different. Well, it's kind of like MailCamp, right? Croncat. <laughs> cron.cat. Cool. All right. Um, if you have so a question. You do, wait. Pause. Yeah. Pause. If you do want a HIP token, you can hit the NetaDAO uh, DMs or the Croncat DMs, and we will get one for you. There's only like, I think, 30 more available between the two of us, and the rest are locked in the DAO. That would need to then, we would write a proposal to let somebody have a HIP token. So if you want in now, without having to write a prop, just let us know. Epic. Thank you. Um, we're going to open it up for questions now. Please just request to speak. Looks like we already have Said up here. If I if I said that name wrong, let me know. If you have a question, go for it. As a reminder, you have 30 seconds to ask your question. Go ahead, Said. Um, what's the website again? Was it croncat.com? <laughs> Didn't catch it. <laughs> it was cron.cat. All right, cron.cat. Okay, cool. Um, I actually had a question... Well, not about shipping, but uh, it's to Branger. Um, you said that when you came into Cosmos, um, it was a painful process to figure out, you know, who to speak to and, you know, who the right contacts are. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Because I think a lot of other teams outside of the ecosystem probably have in the same. Oh, did you rug him, or did he rug himself? Uh, it cut out at the end there, so you didn't I, finish. I heard, yeah, I, I heard the question. Basically, like. Um, so I think our case is maybe slightly less um, complicated than others. So the issue was like when we started our work, um, Octopus Network was working on uh, a bridge between Cosmos and Polkadot. And the trouble was like 
everybody had mentioned to us that they were blocked on things. And at first, you know, we took this at face value and said, okay, yeah, you know, we're, everybody's blocked. But after I heard that people were blocked forever um, on things, I decided to like actually take a look. And we took a look and we realized like the blocking reasons were, were just like, you know, pretty, pretty my, you know, I'm not, you know, no offense to anybody or whatever, but like they were pretty minor. And the fact that like we had seven different people discouraging us from taking this path because someone else was doing something um, that seemingly like, uh, you know, ICF had already given them a grant, et cetera. So like everyone was sort of pushing us away from, from focusing on this. Like after diving into it a bit, I just, I was like really, um, let's say like, uh, disillusioned with what anyone said to me ever again from there. Um, and yeah, we found a great partner in Jack Zampelin to help us sort of push these things forward. Uh, Jack was instrumental in getting us um, wired up with the right folks and and set up with everyone. And we've been working with Strange Love very closely now for for a year. Um, but I would say, like, yeah, if we hadn't been shepherded a bit by Jack, I think um, I think we would have been probably just we probably would have just like been sitting here still waiting for the same stuff uh, from a year ago. So I think that's, I think that that's pretty much like the, I would say for, I think in general, the only recommendation I would have is like people should just basically be, should just have all the information, um, before speaking about, uh, before saying, telling somebody, Hey, like maybe, you know, this, someone else is doing this, like, they're blocked, you know, come back in a month or something. I think that we sort of like give up a bit too quickly um, on things that seem to be blocked for a long time. <clears throat> when even in my experience, I've seen people take a look at something we've been blocked up, blocked on for like two weeks and just solve it in like 10 minutes. So I think the, the reality is like most things can be solved. It's just about the right intention. Wait, so, so who was telling you to hold off? Was it the ICF? Was it other developers? Was it? Uh, yeah, so so first we went to Octopus Network themselves and they didn't want to collaborate with us. No matter what they tell you in the in the media or whatever, if they tweet about it, like in the future, I'm sure they're going to say, oh, you know, once we launch this thing, I'm sure they'll say, Oh yeah, wouldn't it have been possible without us. Like, no, their CEO told us point blank, like, basically, we don't want to work with you guys on this. We we got this covered. Um, then we also definitely heard the same stuff from. I don't want to name names, right? But we definitely heard some some uh, some similar s stories from people who were part of this part like C dot. Working group working thing. Group thing. So yeah, so, that, yeah, that was that was pretty much pretty the, much the reality. Reality. Okay, we're okay. getting a little we're bit of echo from you. Um, um, 
Saeed, we're Saeed, gonna we're gonna bump you down to a listener again. Does anybody else have any questions? I know we have some questions, but uh, we want to make sure you all get to come up and ask. Just raise I definitely your hand. Wanted to reiterate, like, whatever. Jack and Strangelove have been instrumental, so I'm really stoked that he came alongside you. Their team is awesome. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. I think it's also just the dude just has seriously positive energy. Um, as far as like engineering problems, like that was really the 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 bump we needed to to like push this forward. Yeah, I hope you're finding in Cosmos that there is a lot of collaboration happening, and you know, there's always drama for a second. <laughs> Everybody's famous for that. Um, as as a team that's done stuff on Near and Cosmos, um, I'd love to hear more about like. What are you excited to bring with this this whole new, I guess, train tracks? Like you guys are setting the tone for what it looks like to operate not just within uh, a semi-working interchain community like Cosmos, but also like the broader spectrum of blockchains. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so first of all, like I hope that this helps people become less tribal. Um, just in general, like, so that's first of all. Um, second of all, I think that I'm excited to just see more cross ecosystem collaboration just between individual projects. Um, I think that there is like always this, this belief that a singular product may not necessarily need, you know, TVL or communities from from you know cross-pollination i think that i i'm i think i'm more excited about this from a cultural perspective than i am a technical perspective because the technical use cases are there it makes sense you know osmosis will have dot and near and all types of assets from from both these different ecosystems and vice versa right osmo and adam can go to these other places and then of course you start to get into really interesting technical uh, stuff like cross margining, for instance, I think is a really cool use case, like have a single account on say network um, and be able to open up uh, perpetual positions, you know, on near uh, DYDX and, and several other places kind of all over IBC. So I think the use cases are like relatively clear to me and I've written about this stuff before, but I think what's less clear to me and what's sort of like even more interesting is what happens when there is an actual like IBC connection, because I think we've seen what happens to crypto communities um, when there's like a trusted bridge, like a layer zero or something uh, that connects two different ecosystems. Um, but the you know IBC is like a culture in it in and of itself, right? So curious to just see like the overall like sociological evolution. So I have a I have another question, um, and this may be out of left field, but you said Juno is a high priority on your list. One of the things that people coming to Juno are are consistently asked is, are you going to have a DAO? And so have you guys thought about having a DAO and DAO DAO um, for Juno? You know, that's a great, great question. Maybe 
Um, we've spoken to the Dao Dao Dao. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's possible. I think that there is like less um, because our projects kind of like headquartered, at least from a chain perspective, in in Polkadot itself. Um, it's a little bit less uh, necessary, but we have been thinking about things like um, setting up a grants program as a DAO on on Juno, as an example, because obviously, like the people who are going to understand how to use XCBM are are definitely going to be the people who understand first and foremost Cosmosm. I think that's what's interesting about Cosmosm developers in general is like for the first time maybe we're getting a, a a segment of blockchain developers who are now understanding you know how do i build a dap that coexists with ibc um and works together with ibc as opposed to just i'm going to build the best decks and deploy it in a single chain and and, and like that's it really um so yeah, anyway. Okay, it's just a way to get the community involved. Um, that you're most... Or at least get... What? Uh-oh, did I freeze? Did you freeze? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just saying it's a way to, to get the community involved because um, honestly, what you're talking about sounds very technical and there's no way in hell I'm going to probably ever know how to do that until I just knuckle down and and uh, learn Rust or whatever. Um, but it's a way to help the community sort of be involved, pitch in. You could think of it like a way to onboard a community to understand Composable and what it's what it's trying to do, um, and and help with that outreach uh, either to teams um, or other people that may bring ideas that you can that might be compatible with what you're doing. So I'd love to see you guys explore that. I, it's not like a from a pressure side, it, it has to work out, but it's just sort of a thing we do over on Juno. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely great advice. I'll definitely take that into consideration for the launch strategy, actually. Yeah, speaking of launch strategy, is there ways for like normies to help with that or to be involved in understanding what you're doing or how to how it's all going to be or is it more from a developer standpoint and having that outreach yeah so i would say overall would be really helpful to i mean people should definitely join our discord and stuff if they're interested in learning more but i think from the community perspective like so we're gonna have to go through a series of governance proposals for all different types of chains for all for all the chains we connect to we're gonna have to basically say please open this ibc channel between polkadot and say juno as an example and so there's like there is a probability i don't think it's it's large but there's obviously a probability of somebody saying oh this isn't real ibc because IBC should never leave Cosmos. I mean, who knows? Maybe there are people like that in the in Cosmos um, and vote no or 
no with abstain or whatever, uh, or no with visa. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Juno Ships, featuring Composable Finance, hosted by Croncat, and rugged at the end by How Social. Recorded on Thursday, November 17th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements, of course, we're Tripping balls, handed reports it. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces.